Hey, Reunion Islanders. I would like to introduce you to a new show called Without, hosted by Omar el from Hyper Object Industries and Sony Music Entertainment. Without is a thought experiment podcast that explores what life would look like without various things we take for granted. In each episode, we examine the consequences of losing something we've become accustomed to, whether it's a species, a natural phenomenon, or a resource like clean water. So if you're interested in exploring new perspectives and imagining a world without the things we take for granted, listen to Without on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to a short clip from the show. My name's Omar Alakad, and this is Without, a show about what happens when things we've taken for granted suddenly disappear. I'm a journalist and a novelist. My first book, American War, was set in a future ravaged by climate change. If you've read that novel, please don't be afraid. I promise this podcast won't be nearly as depressing. Actually, don't hold me to that. Right now, around the world, we are exerting more force on this planet than at any other time in human history. Geological shifts that used to take centuries, they now take decades. The thing Frank Herbert must have felt, standing out on those dunes, the sense that something vital is slipping away, it's not unique. And I think for many people, myself included, it's kind of the underlying emotion that we all live with now. What do we do about this growing negative space? The things we've lost, the things we are losing, the things we should probably give up. That's what we're here to look at. It's about how the world that we will see in the future might look nothing like the one we knew before, which to be fair, can be a good thing sometimes. On this first episode, I wanted to look at something that we're running out of, something so mundane, so everyday, that we really don't think about it twice. And yet something that, outside of air and water, is also the most used commodity on the planet. So much so that there are criminal organizations siphoning the stuff off from beaches and riverbeds, there's billions of dollars spent, and in some cases, people have been killed over this stuff. In Dune, the precious endangered thing, the thing that the whole universe is after, is spice, a resource that's buried in a planet of sand. But here on Earth, the thing we're running out of isn't buried in the sand. It is the sand. We're doing massive environmental damage all over the world to get at the sand we need. We're ripping up riverbeds, tearing up, stripping beaches bare. And in some places, organized crime has gotten into the act and people are being murdered over sand. You literally wrote the book on sand, which immediately raises the question, why? Yeah, why in the world would I write a whole book about what sounds like the most boring subject on Earth? Vince Beiser is a journalist and the author of The World in a Grain, the story of sand and how it transformed civilization. Sand, even though it seems like the most unimportant thing on Earth, it's actually the most important solid substance on the planet. All the buildings that make all our cities made out of sand, all the roads that connect all those buildings also made out of sand, asphalt, concrete, all the windows in every one of those buildings also made out of sand, glass, is just sand that's been melted down. Even the computer chips that power our cell phones and our computers, also made from sand. So it turns out, no sand, no modern civilization. And the thing is, we have been building cities at such a pace and on such a scale that we are actually starting to run out of sand. So the number one thing that we use sand for by far is concrete. 
And there, the sand that we use for that is, it is really common. You find it in pretty much every country in the world. That's why it's such a popular building material. So how can we be running out of this thing when we've got the Sahara sitting right there? Well, the answer is pretty simple. For things like concrete, sand from the Sahara, or really any other desert, isn't going to cut it. It's the wrong shape. The grains in the Sahara have been smoothed out by the air, and the kind of sand you need for construction is the stuff that's been shaped by water, river sand. River sand grains are more angular, so they fit together better. As Vince Beiser puts it, it's the difference between trying to build something out of bricks and trying to build with marbles. So you can get it by by ripping up uh, topsoil or, or forests or, or farmers' fields and digging up sand that's underneath it. But the most common way, the easiest way, is from riverbeds. You just put a big old barge out in the middle of a river, drop a big pipe down to the bottom of the river, just like a big straw, and just, just suck the sand right up off the bottom of the river onto your boat. You're good to go. So it's really easy. It's really cheap. But man, it is terrible for the rivers and everything that's living in them. It's hard to overstate just how many kinds of terrible Vince is talking about. Let's say one of these big barge things shows up and starts pulling out all the precious sand from the bottom of a river. First, the whole process is going to kick up all kinds of silt, mud, whatever's been sitting down there at the bottom. And when that stuff hits the surface, it blocks the sunlight, which in turn messes with the entire ecosystem. So the fish start to die, and then the things that eat the fish, and so on. And that's to say nothing of the fact that the river itself is also physically changing. And despite that... Sand is now the most consumed natural resource on Earth. We use sand more than any other natural resource except for water. We use about 50 billion tons of it every year. That's enough to cover the entire state of California every single year. And the main reason for that is because we're building cities on a scale and at a pace that has never remotely happened before in human history. A scale so vast that the price of sand has soared over the past few decades. And all that money has attracted the same kind of criminality that vast sums of money have always attracted. Enter the sand mafia. There's people who are being murdered by sand gangs because they're getting in their way. Environmentalists, journalists, government officials. Right? It sounds crazy, but it's just like uh, fighting over drug turf or anything else. 